episode 124 of Checkpoint Chat. Slightly delayed, very special edition. My name is Alessandro Barbosa, joined by Matthew Figuera. Sleepy Matthew Figuera. (laughs) Well, we never recorded this time ever. Yeah. Let I actually feel wired. I'm ready. You feel I'm ready wired. To go. Well, you've you've been playing some stuff, which we'll get to in a second. But yeah, we we've delayed this episode. Apologies to well, apologies for making you guys wait an extra apologies day. To no one. This is my podcast. Um, do what I want. <laughs> but I was I was actually away this weekend. And How so, dare you? So that that threw Saturday recordings out the window. Besides that, though, Alessandro got access to a review unit of the PS5. So he's he's had. Next gen in his possession a week, next a week gen, earlier. Basically. I got next gen in my pocket and <laughs> in your pocket, oh boy. Demon that, Souls in my hand. Is, Isn't so that how, how that song goes? That's how you got Shiny to go out with you. <laughs> <laughs> just just got those sick Lockenville lyrics. It's funny right though because Demon Souls did exist like long ago. So it could have hundred percent be like, I've got Demon Souls in my pocket. It's like wow. That's actually true. That's not Demon even Souls available came out in like, the West. <laughs> Demon Souls came out what 2009, so that was when Lock and Vol so was long. like relevant oh last, wasn't it? Who knew? I don't know. It was a long time ago. So yeah, yeah point, I mean, point, you you were like out of school already, so you oh were already gosh, an old I'm man. So old. The <laughs> <laughs> so point point being, uh, I was away. Alessandro had or has the PS5, and he just needed a a weekend to spend with this mm. next gen console from Sony. So which was kind of stupid because yeah. I didn't get as much time with it as I actually wanted, but. Definitely far more time than I would have had when we originally wanted to record on Friday evening because then I'd yeah. like hardly paid. Um, <laughs> I've looked at the UR, it's nice. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Wow. <laughs> uh, but if you haven't seen, we've got a uh, unboxing, air quotes, uh, up on our YouTube channel, which uh, is linked in the, the description of the podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we do such scientific uh, things as comparing the size of the PS5 to a PSP UMD. Only on checkpoint chat. This, this is, is this is content you come for. This, this is, is the reality content. we live with, though, because obviously we still we're not visiting each other. We we're doing the whole social distancing thing, and besides, you live far. So I wasn't about to drive over just to record you doing an unboxing. I had so. the most ridiculous <laughs> setup. I used your your tripod that has been living here for like years, and then why does I call it yours now? It doesn't even. Yeah, even I mean, it might as well be mine. <laughs> And then the little mount I have for my phone didn't fit on your... Oh, I found the little like clip thing for your, your tripod. Oh, nice. Amazing. Wow. Uh, but then my phone clip didn't fit on that. So what I did then is I set up your tripod as sort of like a stationary pole. Then I oh, took no. my Gorillapod and I wrapped my <laughs> Gorillapod around the center pole of your tripod and then put my phone on oh, that. That's amazing. So, Hell yeah. So I imagine, imagine my surprise when I get, I have no idea what you've recorded. I just know that you're doing an unboxing video and I'm busy editing this thing and I'm busy watching it. At one point, you just, you pull out a UMD and you, you, <laughs> <laughs> you compare it to the PS5. You're like, this thing's about eight UMDs high. <laughs> Hell yeah. I mean, you have it's to. So no good. one else is doing that. that uh, great, I mean, yeah. on Critical Hit, you've got Darren using kittens to gauge to the size yeah. of... This is, uh, you know, in, in the highly competitive age of content TM, you've got to mm. differentiate yourself. So, yeah. as is UMDs. Yeah, so go, go, go watch that. If you haven't seen it, it's up on our YouTube. And mm. yeah, it's a good time. But, yeah, but yes, got, got that PS5. Big thanks again to um, Gamefinity and Stokenical, who are, you know, Sony distributors here in South Africa. They, 
they hooked us up with an early PS5, which is really, really kind of them. Um, you know, in turn, we are doing lots of content with the PS5. So, mm-hmm. hey, win-win. Uh, I but mean, yeah, I've, we have to mm. just play the PS5. Life is hard. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very, it's <laughs> it's very tough actually, thing. It's legitimate. I, mean, I, I got all these though. games. And, yeah, it's legitimate. Well, yeah, <laughs> it is a problem. Like, I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I've got the PS5. And the, for the first day when I got it, um, I didn't have any games. We didn't receive any codes. So I just had Astro's Playroom, which is probably one of the best things I've played on the PS5. It's legitimately amazing. Wow. But then, like, like in the space of, like, an hour on... Was it Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. Yeah, it was, it was just, like, all the codes. It was, like, Spider-Man, Demon's Souls, Sackboy... Uh, and then on Friday, Call of Duty came in, mm. and then then I spent the whole weekend trying to get Watch Dogs and and Valhalla to Valhalla. work. Um, uh, but yeah, there's just a lot happening. Um, mm. So yeah, let, let me let me get into the good first, because you know, like any well, I mean, if you've been on Twitter at all this weekend, you'll know that both these consoles have some issues. Um, but the good thing is that I really like the PS5, and I think. What makes me look past a lot of its issues are just how many great games it has, like out of the gate. Ready, yeah. Um, and it and it's kind of what I feel like the Series X is lacking at the moment. Um, so yeah, I Astro's Playroom is um the like pack-in game. Mm. It comes pre-installed on it, and you would be stupid to not play through it. Um, mm. it is not the sort of pack-in that is like, oh, this is kind of a tutorial to the the new controller and in essence it is but man is it not just like a really cool platformer with some really probably the best use of of the dual sense right now mm. so it's basically segmented up into like four you know, four or five little areas which each celebrates a generation of playstation history so you know ps1 two three and four mm. and um throughout those levels it's like very basic platforming challenges um and you pick up like items that are like um, you know, like almost like 3D objects in game of accessories and devices um, respective to that generation uh, of consoles. Um, but you're also, you're at the same time, each area is themed according to one of the PlayStation 5's like key features. Like one of them is called SSD Speedway. One of them <laughs> is... I think GPU Jungle, which has a ridiculously wow. catchy song about GPUs playing in the background, <laughs> like lyrics that actually make sense. And I'm just like bobbing my head to it because it's wow. like really cool. Um, <clears throat> so it melds all these things in, but probably the best part of it is just how it showcases the DualSense. Like, mm. So the DualSense is the new controller and it's got really, really accurate um, haptic feedback, so vibrations and rumble. Um, and then it's got the tactile triggers and man it is it is friggin' cool like um so I, I i'm trying not to give away a lot about astro's playroom because i think part of the joy is is experiencing Describing these things yeah. uh for yourself and in essence like in reality what i explain like it will sound cool but until you get your hands on it and feel it like you won't mm. really understand what i mean um, but for instance, early on in Astro's Playroom, um, each of these areas has like a a gameplay gimmick, like uh, you know, like a sort of like mechanic to them. Mm. And in the first area, your little Astrobot gets into like a suit, which is like a uh, it's like a suit with with a single spring on the bottom as your feet. Um, and you use 
uh, motion controls to like kind of guide yourself left or right and you pull down on on the resistive triggers to like load your spring and let go to like uh, and bounce fling up. yourself okay. up yeah but um so already there just like pulling down on the trigger like it's not resistive like oh my god i'm not going to get this trigger down mm. but it's enough to be like oh that feels like a spring like it adjusts as you're yeah. pulling your finger in okay. and then probably the coolest part is the way that the controller uses the speaker on the controller already the dual sense is using the speaker on the controller like more <laughs> infinitely better than the ps4 did um because basically when i tilt my controller i can hear that sort of like you know like when you have a spring in your finger and it twists and you feel mm. that like ee, ee, ee. yeah so it makes that sound but then the rumble matches it so because your senses are hearing the sound and then feeling the rumble it immediately associates the two and it immediately makes the rumble feel a lot oh, uh, wow. more accurate just because you're hearing that sound. Yeah. I, I mean, that's how I interpret my brain, like figuring it Explaining out. It, yeah. So for a lot of, a lot of the time I was just sitting there, not moving and just tilting <laughs> my controller and it was just like feeling like a spring, like me twisting a spring in my hand. I was just like, this Amazing. is crazy. This is so cool. Um, and that's just like one of one of the cool mechanics in there. There's so many others. There's like a part where you you get a bow, so you can you can feel that like that, example that Sony is always talking about. Like you horizon, feel the bowstring yeah. drawing. Uh, you get like a minigun that shoots like little <laughs> plastic balls. Oh, and, and as you as you're pressing the trigger to fire, the trigger's rumbling, so you can feel each like pellet coming out the gun, and it's like oh, wow. almost like recoil on your hand, like. It's so cool. It's That's awesome. it's really so cool as a, as a like demo of what the system can do. And then there's also these. I think it acts as a really good introduction into the new gen because it's like, hey, remember all these cool nostalgic feelings you had with PlayStation? Let's just remind you of them. Mm. And it's like a perfect way to be like, man, this is why I love PlayStation because there's That's like cool. these little vignettes where. They've got little Astrobots recreating scenes from some uh, of no the most worries. popular, like not even just Sony games, just games synonymous with PlayStation. Mm. And like, I'm not going to spoil anything beyond <laughs> that because part of the reason the levels are so great to explore is finding these vignettes because mm. on the main part, you don't see all of them. And okay, so, so they're actually like collectibles almost. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Each, each area is segmented into four like sub areas and each sub area has like collectibles to find. Nice. Um, and through hunting those collectibles, you'll come across these vignettes. And I mean, most of my fun was just looking at a vignette and being like, oh, it's from that game. Oh, that's The Last of Us. Oh, that's Crash Bandicoot. Oh, wow. You know, like, <laughs> and some of them being like real deep cuts into Sony history. Um, and I think it's just like, that is the perfect introduction to the console because it's like, here's all the cool things this console does and here's all the warm, fuzzy feelings that Sony has brought to you over, you know, like 20 years mm. to get you hyped for like another seven years with the PlayStation well, 5. Did, did the PlayStation 4 have... Uh, look, so I know that when the PlayStation 1 and 2 came out, I think they only had demo discs. There was no like launch yeah, game per se. I definitely remember PS2 having a demo the disc. PS1 had a... Yeah. I remember that because that was literally the only thing we had to play when my For brother a long had a PS1. Time. <laughs> yeah. It was like Crash Bandicoot and Wipeout and Formula 196. Probably like, like one tracking Gran Turismo. Yeah, ex yeah. yeah exactly. Um, but then 
PS4, I don't think had anything. If Mm-mm. I'm mistaken, I didn't get anything with my PS4, and it's no. actually it's actually amazing how you can look back at history and for the most part, launch lineups for games haven't been great. I mean, no, it's not like, definitely not. So the only one that comes to mind, like a launch title that really stood out, is actually funny enough, Wii Sports on the Wii. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. think about that game and how much fun everyone had like whether you were like a hardcore gamer or a casual gamer like anyone could pick it up and play it i mean there were a lot of people that bought a wii and just played wii sports <laughs> just like a that. lot of a lot of adults a lot of elderly people that's all they played yeah i mean and now now just modern for 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 argument's sake the, in modern time xbox doesn't have a launch anything per no, se you know not no. a, a you know a first party title not a, a out the box game whatever i think mm. it's very smart of sony to come out to be like here's a astrobot game it's our franchise but we're going to use it to showcase not only features of the console but also just like you said you actually just described it perfectly remind you why do you like playstation yeah like exactly here's an introduction that, yeah. to the next gen and that's really cool and you're not the only one who said this by the way i've had all over Twitter and reviews I've seen, a lot of people love this game, and it's just a packing game. Like a yeah, you'd it's never just a free game. It's, it's it's pretty brief. It's not like super long unless you like mm. hunting all the 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 uh, collectibles. But like, yeah, I think this is like the first real like you can see the divergence between Microsoft and Sony's thinking here because it's like, well, Sony's seeing this as a new generation and reminding you of other generations, and Microsoft mm. is going this isn't really a new generation. This is a continuation of what you have. So like it wouldn't make sense in a way for a series X to have a remember everything on Xbox one, because by default, they're trying to trying to say like there Mm. is no difference, you know? So it's just like that weird philosophy thing. Different methodologies are going for you. Yeah. Yeah. But that, like that game, man, there's so many parts, like there's a, there's a gacha machine in the game. Um, and it's it's great because like one trigger one trigger is like a resistive thing where you're pulling the lever so you feel this like you feel this resistance until halfway and then this like click and it like knocks oh, wow. the lever down <laughs> and then you get the gacha ball in your other hand and then you use that trigger to like squeeze it to break open oh, no. <laughs> and it just feels so good it's that, that's my my thing because like um like you said Sony have given the one example of pulling back a bowstring whatever mm. and I thought okay. That makes sense, but how else would you use Does the it dual use sense, a controller? You know? And like I've seen, um, I suppose a good example is in your Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the guns have, well, all the guns have been designed to feel different. You know, when you hold yes. down the, the trigger, they all feel different. But I like the example you've just given of pulling <laughs> the lever of a slot machine. I'd never have thought of that. Yeah, the it, Astro, Astro's Playroom uses those triggers and the rumble in like, extremely inventive ways and mm. and i can't help but feel like this is like almost like a template to other devs like hey yeah y- this is how you it's not just for shooting guns it's not just for bows mm. you can really augment so many different feelings into this controller yeah um i mean i mean just the 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 starting area of playroom is like made up of different materials on the ground so there's like grass there's metal there's glass and again the vibrations are subtly different but the sound you make that comes out of the controller helps accentuate that feeling. Mm. Like when I'm transitioning from metal to glass, I can feel it. Sure. I can feel it in the controller. And when when the feet, when each foot is tapping the glass, like I can feel those distinct footsteps. And in my hand, I'm like, yeah, this feels like my fingers tapping against glass. Mm. Like it's it's fucking mind blowing. Uh, like there's no other way to describe it. It is it is everything I thought nintendo's hd rumble would be yeah like 
which didn't end up panning out. Um, no, well, I mean, I, I no HD rumbles there, but it doesn't feel like it's really been no. used. Like the only example that comes to mind is Breath of the Wild, and besides the even one to switch, the, whatever. But even you know, Breath yeah. of the Wild was like. Even then, like, 1-2-Switch was also, like, this... 1-2-Switch should have been the pack-in. It should have it been wasn't. a pack-in game. But, like, it was like, <laughs> it hey, you could tell individual marbles in the controller and whatever. And, like, that that sort of, like, sensitivity was never used anywhere else. Mm. Not that I felt. In no. at least Nintendo's first-party games. Like, in Animal Crossing, the vibration's so obnoxious that it's actually annoying. <laughs> like, it's far too violent. Super so, loud, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, like, I've... You mentioned Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, which I've played a little bit of, uh, Mm. just the campaign. And there I'm a bit like more lukewarm on the use of the DualSense. So like you said, the the vibration of the controller has been tuned differently for each gun. And the vibration in general feels really, really good. Uh, There's there's an early level where you're in Vietnam, duh. Um, what? and yeah, Spoilers. you're in a helicopter <laughs> and you can, the vibration mimics and makes you feel each like spinning blade of the helicopter, sure. you know, that like, like you can feel that in your hand, um, when you're in there, which is really nice, but Call of Duty does this thing where, so your left, your left trigger is your aim down sights and your right trigger is your trigger of your gun. So on the right trigger, there's like no resistance until halfway and then it stops. And then okay. you have to like put a lot of force to get it to like click into the trigger. So it almost feels like a gun uh, trigger. You're actually pulling down the trigger. Yeah. yeah. So that feels kind of cool. And then there's like vibration on the trigger as well when you're shooting. Mm. But the left trigger for the aim down sights is for some reason, I don't understand, also resistive. So every time oh. you're aiming down the sights, <laughs> you're like having to pull down this resistive trigger, which A, feels like it's a lot slower. And B, given the amount of times you pressing and letting go of aim down mm. sights it gets very tiring very quickly oh. and like there's no way for me to keep the trigger motion on and not the aim down sights uh, it's all or nothing can't... yeah well this explains why your four fingers both have six packs on them now yep from i mean the, they're, from they're busy working i i i don't envision anyone in their right mind playing multiplayer to keep the stuff no on. i there's think no I think darren to. uh darren tweeted the same thing where it's like an immediate disadvantage as oh, yeah. more immersive 100%. as it is for like campaign cool, you're not going to do that in multiplayer purely because Mm-mm. you've got that delay, which in yeah. Call of Duty is like, that's you dead. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, that dead. split second delay is is brutal. And, and I mean, for for heavier weapons, so like light machine guns and especially snipers, the resistance is increased. So like when I was no, no. aiming down the sights on a, on a sniper, it was actually like quite difficult to pull down this trigger. <laughs> and I'm like, no one's using this. No, like... To me, there should be options within the menu to adjust, sort of like your your aiming sensitivity. It mm. should be like aim down sight sensitivity on the trigger because to me, it just feels like I want to turn that off, but I really like the pulling of the trigger. So I'm having to decide between one or the other for the yeah. sake of immersion, which is kind of... Lame? Yeah, like I, I like <laughs> I like the idea they went for. I just don't like the mm. execution so much. and And that's the thing... I want to like watch out for when playing more more of these games on PS5 is like how does the dual sense get used like mm. in Spider-Man the tension on the trigger like uh, increases uh, the the like closer you get to the end of a swing which is quite mm. cool because it's it's giving you tactile feedback on you know each each motion of swinging but if it was a 
resistance on just to engage the swing, that would be a problem in my view. Mm. Um, so yeah, like it's I'm I'm curious to see how it's used, but you know, it being in Call of Duty, you know, it's still like Call of Duty is almost a pseudo launch game, um, but it's promising that it's in there so like robustly it's not just like oh we made the triggers rumble you know mm. they really went through the effort no, actually yeah integrating Which, it i mean i think i think the criticism you have as well look at ta- only time will tell to what extent third party studios actually use the the dual sense whatever but i mean i have to imagine that the call of duty or the the not call of duty the development team will see this sort of feedback feedback and hopefully offer more options to like mm. for example disable <clears throat> the left uh, trigger or like just you know keep iterating and getting it better and better because i think mm. from what i've heard the the dual sense um, even from what you've just explained there, there are opportunities here to really make you feel like you're more immersed in the title 100 uh, percent. yeah so i i mean look we're off to a, a decent start i'd say with even the, mm-hmm. the handful of games that that we've got to experience i just hope that you know sony doesn't just sweep us under the rug all developers are like it's it's not worth the effort you know yeah like in the case of activision i hope they don't take the wrong wrong idea i hope they don't you know look at their stats which they have you know on the back end or whatever Mm. and be like oh 90 percent of players just turn the shit off off, yeah and it's like you know i hope they don't look at that and go well we're not implementing it anymore Mm. i hope they go well, why did they turn it off? You know what yeah. I mean? Why, you know, let's drill down. Let's see. Oh, a lot of them kept it on in the campaign. Many of them turned it off in multiplayer. Okay, that maybe yeah, how makes do we, sense. How do we adjust, yeah. uh, adjust that? Yeah, but without seeing like, without having granular settings in there, they can't, you know, they can't really tell if people turned it off because they didn't like it or because it was tiring or whatever. They just mm. know it's off, you know? So yeah. I think I think people need to be vocal about what they would like to see in terms of like quality of life features, which feels so weird to say for a console that just launched, but mm. like if 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 you <laughs> want this feature just... to stay around and not just be like completely tossed away, you know, because it happens. Like it does PS happen, Vita yeah. came out and Uncharted Golden uh, Golden Abyss, Abyss, yeah, yeah, used so many cool features of the Vita, and then no other games used nothing it. else did. Mm. So like you know, just because it's being used well at launch doesn't mean a year from now it will be used at all. Mm. Um, but right now the uses of it are promising and I, mm. I think the controller is great. I'm, I haven't done a full like, um, battery test on it, but I've yeah. played an hour of COD with all the, you know, vibration settings, whatever Stuff, turned yeah. on and it lost one third of its charge. Okay. That's probably already better. <laughs> that, yeah. I mean, I'm like, okay, <laughs> so you're on par to getting to the four hours that I was getting with the dual sense, you know, yeah. four or five hours. Uh, but with all of these things turned up, I assume if it's not using all of these features, it's a It'll bit longer. Last longer. But uh, yeah, I, I guess just be aware that if you're like, I don't think this controller can get through a Call of Duty campaign in one sitting. No. Which See, is that, a bit, it, mm. Yeah, it's funny because my, like the way I, I have my setup is that I literally, my PlayStation's at my PC station. So mm. I can just plug in and carry on playing. But I have to imagine for people who are sitting on a couch, whatever, it's yeah, I can't do immensely that. frustrating to have to either, I don't know, like get a battery pack or something. It's just not yeah, ideal. This is, this is why I love, you know, people give me shit for it and I know I'm in the minority, but this is why I love Xbox's approach to rechargeable batteries. Mm. I can just pop new suckers in there and just charge others, you know, the yeah. PS5, it's like, and also Sorry. with the PS5, it's a lithium battery. So the battery just gets worse. 
mm. and there's nothing you can do about it. So yeah. those controllers are fucking expensive. So yeah. how, how much? Yeah. How much are they going for? Do we know? I think well, it's like one one five. About that. <laughs> no. Pricey. I remember when Pri- hardware wasn't boys. so expensive. Sure. Yeah, I remember yeah. when controllers hit that thousand mark. We were like, "This is this is like, ridiculous." This we is... will not stand for the listen. Uh, one five casual. The 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 Switch Joy Cons still take the they cake. They are still most way expensive. too expensive. <laughs> I mean, when I paid like one two four Pro controller, I'm like, "This is a luxury. Mm. I should never be spending this on a controller." And now, yeah. Now look at you. Um. So I've I've dabbled a bit with Spider Man, not as much as I've wanted to, and it's good. It looks mm. good. The ray tracing is real good. The performance mode is nice. I think mm. it's really nice to run in a smooth frame rate, but I think what ray tracing adds to this game is just worth the, you know, sticking to 30 frames because like mm. suddenly all the buildings in Manhattan's are doing like really good reflections and puddles uh look great and mm. It's well worth it, I I think. Yeah. And and on top of it, like uh, Spider Man on PS4 ran at 30 frames, and yeah. I never had an issue with that. So it's a pretty locked city like as well. Switch, so yeah. I'm I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah. Um, I haven't tried Sackboy yet at all. Um, I played a bit Sackboy. of Call of Duty, like I said, but the the game I've spent probably the most time with is Demon Souls. And no oh boy, boy, man, that game just loads straight into performance mode, hey? It has a fidelity oh, yeah? mode. It has it's like you can play this game at 4K 30, but it loads straight into its performance, which is 1440p and 60 frames per second. And I would be shocked if you loaded up fidelity mode and thought this was the better way to play. There's fucking no way no, I will I, ever go back to that because that 60 frames is so good. Yeah, and also not only that, in a game like this, I think um, having the extra frames is almost a necessity. Ooh, yeah. You know, you want to have those smooth trans. Uh, animations and you know to help your reactions for whatever's coming oh it's made my pairing so it almost feels <laughs> like i'm cheating um oh, i mean wow. com- compared to to bloodborne it really does feel like i'm cheating well uh on, on that just quickly what if those ps4 games that run on the ps5 will bloodborne for example run at 60 fps or no, just no, no, capped? No, no. Damn so it. so yeah so any games that have uncapped frame rates uh, that you're doing, you know, backwards compatibility stuff with, they will by nature push to 60 because, well, now they have the extra oomph to be more mm. stable at 60. Uh, but games that had hard caps, I mean, unless they get a patch to unlock that, they still chill at 30. Oh, no. So Bloodborne still at 30. Imagine um, Bloodborne at 60, though. Oh, <sighs> man, dude. So nice. The, the, the other thing is, like, Backwards compatibility mode makes no enhancements to resolution. So Microsoft has been releasing uh, Xbox Series X optimized, you know, air quotes, patches Mm. for a lot of their exclusives. So for like Gears of War, it ups the resolution a bit, improves, you know, picture quality and settings and stuff. So there's actual work done to the game. Um, the same is uh, the same has been done for like Forza Horizon Four and stuff like that. With PlayStation, they've just like they've said, well, this is backwards compatibility. So, if if a game had a performance mode like um, Horizon Zero Dawn, like that will stick to sixty frames per second, but it's still running at ten eighty p. Like mm. there's been no work done to maybe eke out a little bit more resolution because I'm sure there's a lot of performance left on the table. Yeah. you know to to make it look good it's just and you know in a way it's like a 
a good and a bad thing. Um, I watched a Digital Foundry video where they they were talking about how a lot of games um, in backwards compatibility modes were running better on the PlayStation because the PlayStation wasn't trying to render them at higher resolutions. So they were actually running at a more stable 60. Whereas Microsoft's approach of trying to upscale the well to to push up the resolution yeah has led to a bit of problems. more like uneven performance which is this weird like toss-up of well which do you want you know what yeah. i mean um i think i mean i think sorry just on that the, the best case is for developers themselves to actually yes patch yeah. stuff in i mean i know it's the extra work but it depends i suppose on the size of the studio and what's mm. sort of what like what sort of work they want to give back to the fans like i don't know i, I, think I mean i would discussion. i would hope i would have hoped that Sony would kind of do that for their exclusives. Like Ghost of Tsushima, the whole there was a whole big thing um, made of, oh yes, this game now runs at 60 frames per second. And yeah, it does, but it's at 1080p. So like game's still gorgeous, don't get me wrong. And I think I do want to play it on performance mode still. Um, even even though it will mean like um, upraising it on my 4K TV. Mm. But like, you know, I'm pretty sure that if um, Sucker Punch went and looked at that, they could they could find a better balance between 60 and resolution and just, like, you know, find that perfect balance for the PS5 mm. and not just... I'm almost certain that the, the PS5 is, is doing far more work than it needs to to get it at 60. So, yeah. It's, you know, it, that that's how it is. The, the, the upshot is that backwards compatibility works and it works well, extremely well. Yeah. So if you're fine with low resolutions, if you have a 1080p screen, you are just winning across the board. Like 100%. I mean, I'm playing on a 1080. Yeah. I, I, I'm like, on a, a high You're basically just rate, going to get so. all these amazing well, frame rates for no resolution loss on your side. So Well, th that brings up my next question quickly. Um, I have a high refresh rate... 27 inch monitor 1080p and i know mm. there's all this talk of like but do you do you have hdmi 2.1 whatever 1. it is yes now so if my monitor doesn't have that i'm not gonna have stuff no okay <laughs> no. so <laughs> you will uh okay well let me let me preface this with saying that there has been some wonkiness with both consoles with regards to monitors oh boy. i know darren had a 144 hertz monitor that he could not get the Series X or the PS5 to output 120 hertz to, like, at all. Uh, I just engaged Siri somehow. Um, <laughs> Looked your picture uh, down. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he couldn't he couldn't get 120 hertz at all on either monitor. He could only get a max of 60, which made no sense. Mm. Um, but some monitors work just fine. The the two point HDMI 2.1 limitation comes with 4K. So okay. The bandwidth of HDMI 2.0, I think the standard before this was B, was the max it could do 120 hertz as was 1440p because it was just mm. a hardware bandwidth limitation. Yeah. HDMI 2.1 expands that, so it allows for 4K 120 More hertz. Stuff. Yeah. So if you've got a, you know, 144 hertz, 120 hertz monitor at 1080p or 1440p, you'll be fine. Like, you will get that for it. Well, you know, if you can get it working, you'll get that frame rate option um, along with HDR and stuff like that. So that's cool. HDMI 2.1 is like only if you bought a TV maybe two years ago, you will not be getting that 120 hertz on your 4K display. You'll have to choose one or the other, which is a bit of a bummer if you bought like a great OLED TV two years ago. 
That's just well. It's just I'm the way it is, man. I'm hoping That's my stuff just works. <laughs> it should, yes. from what you explained. So, but uh, on the PlayStation Five, so there, at, at a systems a systems menu level, you can choose, like you can choose default settings for games that support that support it. So, like HDR is calibrated at a system level, which was the same on PS4, but many games just chose not to use it. Thankfully, this time, Demon's Souls and Call of Duty and Spider-Man all pull from the system level setting. So I don't have to fuck around with like really shitty in-game HD calibration okay. tools, which are always bad. Yeah. Um, it just knows uh, okay, how to set cool. it, which is awesome. And you can do that for game settings like difficulty, um, whether you want to invert your Y, which funnily enough, I didn't know, but Microsoft did this on the Xbox 360 and no one gave a shit. So... Apparently, it was never used in any games. Developers never incorporated, like, pulling it for system settings. So, on the oh. Xbox One, it was removed. So, it's just, <laughs> like, kind of weird. Yeah, it's kind of a weird thing. Oh. So, with games that support it, you know, you'll have your inverted Y or inverted X axes if you really mm. want to. Um, and then you can also choose, like, your performance mode. So, a game will boot up into performance mode or fidelity mode based on your system settings. And um, Call of Duty... Uh, Cold War does this, so I can see the 120 frames per uh, frames per second option in the in-game menu, but when I click on it, it goes, "No, you need to change this on a system level," um, and then reboot the game. Um, okay. So when I change that, then the game renders at a lower resolution, and but it's at 120 hertz, you know, stuff like that. So yeah, I think for the average user, it's a bit of a it's it's a bit tricky, but then again, I don't think the average user has a display. I think if you have a display that is doing 120 hertz, you're already knowledgeable enough to know that this shit is weird and mm. you will have to fiddle with it a little bit. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't really find an issue in yeah. that. Uh, the I haven't tried... I tried 120 hertz in Call of Duty, which is the only game I have right now that supports that. Um, mm. It looks good. Uh, it runs okay. on my TV. It's fucking great. Oh, wow. I think I think the only thing that isn't working at the moment on the PS5, which I'm sure will be patched in, is uh, variable refresh rate (VRR), okay. which works over HDMI, and that apparently is just not engaging across the board right now. So weird, weird things. Um, but before I get into the really weird things about the PS5 that I actually really don't like, um, oh boy. Demon Souls are so good. Demon Souls <laughs> is. It is a next. It is the next gen showcase to me. It is just unbelievably gorgeous. Runs so smoothly and just what a game. So far, I forgot how weird this game was. Like, so did, you, did you play the original? Way I back played when? a bit of it and then I I noped out because I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not yeah, prepared. I just couldn't couldn't deal with it on PS3. Um, but I forgot. Like all the things that Dark Souls introduced after this that just aren't here. So you'll see in the footage, uh, we, we're going to put up a, a sort of like a gameplay demo of, of this mm. on YouTube. But there's a part where I'm trying to do like a jumping a jumping at attack. Like you could do in Bloodborne. Like if you if you pressed forward and attack and let go of it quickly, you'd like hop yeah. forward. Do like a hop, yeah. Yeah, you, like that just doesn't exist here. Um, <laughs> you, have a, you have a back... Um, a backstep, but the backstep range is so short that if you backstep an enemy is already engaged in attacking you, they'll likely just hit you anyway. Oh, wow. Um, there's also no bonfires. Uh, you so only... You save? 
you you only encounter bonfires when you defeat a boss. So and so, and then the only way to save, well, basically you don't save, you go back to the nexus. So think of Bloodborne, think about if each lantern oh well, I mean Bloodborne, each lantern lets you go back to the hunter's dream, right? Yeah. But imagine that you'd only get a lantern after every boss. That's our demon Okay. Sources. So so it's basically just different hub areas. Um, and look, it's kind of weird to imagine that, but the reality is if you're trying to fight a boss, for example, we all know now, and all know now, like if you've played a FromSoft game, you can just, you know, sprint there. <laughs> just, yes, I, I suppose, yeah. pr just pray that you, I, I mean, are there shortcuts, for example? Yes, yes. Okay, so that, so that, that's in there. That's like, fine, yeah. Like the first area to get to the boss is actually quite long. Um, yeah. It's, but there's two shortcuts that mm. uh, bring you back to your initial arc, uh, arc stone that let you go back to, to the Nexus. So... Yeah, the, the main difference here is that it isn't one world. Um, yeah. It is five Arcstones that are five separate worlds, mm. and each world has got, you know, multiple bosses. Yeah. Um, and you're coming back, again, just think of this as like the Hunter's Dream in Bloodborne. You're coming mm. back to the Nexus, and that's where you've got like a lady that voice actress sounds exactly like the doll to me. Don't know if that's my brain or if it's a real thing, but... Uh, she she is the one who you'll give souls you to upgrade, to upgrade. Yeah. Um, you've okay. got merchants there you've got um, you know weird stuff to find there yeah um, the difference in demon souls is that each arcstone has what they call a world tendency so mm. the more bosses you kill or the more times you die or the more special events like you know, to weird side activities that you encounter mm. in that world will alter the world's tendency between white and black. Um, sure. And the more black it gets, the harder enemies are. So okay. they'll take more hits, they'll deal more damage. And you've also got tendency attributed to the player. So your player tendency can be white or black. And the same principle applies there. So okay. Demon Souls is not a game where you're like, cool, Arkstone 1, I'm going to wipe it, then go to Arkstone 2. You so constantly you have, have to, to bounce, bounce between, between them, yeah. them because changing the tendency in one Arkstone neutralizes it somewhere else. Mm. Um, so you've got, to, you've got to balance it. And sometimes like you'll defeat a boss and you'll be like, sick, nailed it. You'll go into the next area and the mobs will just annihilate you. And it's like, <laughs> oh, okay, I've <laughs> got to go somewhere good. else. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's kind of like Bloodborne where like you're like, oh, I could go left or right. And you go left and you're like, no. There's no way I should be here right now. Uh, and, you know, I just, you know, you, you run away and you go back. Um, yeah. So it's kind of like that. But because I guess of the limitations of the PS3 at the time, they split it into hub worlds. Mm. Uh, but, man, it's so good. I, huh? You are going huh? to consume this game. I, I, I whether this is a PS3 game. Like, just imagine that this game did exist two generations ago. Let's Blue say. Point, Blue Point did some work on this. Like, mm. It was actually weird. I was listening to Giant Bomb and they were like, Try to describe Demon Souls without saying Souls like, because this was the first one. So yeah. imagine people then trying to like explain, explain what yeah. this is. You know what I mean? Um, it's great. It's wild. It's, yeah, it's really I, like an hour in. I was like, oh yeah, it's got its hooks. <laughs> it's really got its hooks in me. And I know I started the game again uh, just to grab some footage, and I changed from like a regular knight who combat feels good to like a royal who has. Um, what are those pointy swords? A rapier? 
rapier, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like for fencing. Yeah, yes, rapier. like a rapier. Yeah. And then I've got a wand to do magic. And I'm just Ooh, fucking Harry Potter people with ones. <laughs> it's so... It, it, well, the animation and the sound are just so satisfying on that wand. I'm just destroying right. fools. Well, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts if one day you decide to go play Dark Souls 3 because that mm. is... You know, their latest game prior to Elden Ring, I, I guess. Elden um, Ring, never it's, coming But out. It's, it's interesting what you explained. So, like, you know, you have the Hunter's Dream, uh, which mm. is like the hub technically in Bloodborne. Like, Dark Souls 3 has the same sort of hub. I just can't remember off the top of my head what it's called. But it's the same sort of thing of... Uh, it's got they've got the same DNA where there's the there's a lady there, you go and you upgrade your stuff, there's merchants there, etc., etc. Um, What's interesting in Dark Souls 3 is that I don't think it's quite on the same level as Demon Souls. We've got five vaults to balance. Mm. But there are parts in the game where you know you have to get, I think it's five, um, but there's basically five big bosses you have to beat. And at some point in the game, you get to choose like which one you're going to go for next. So it's, uh, it's interesting okay. how like Demon Souls was their first game. Almost so like Metroidvania-ish in yeah, a way. So there's yeah, so really like, you can see there's the origin there coming yeah. through. They're so like, hey, cool. there's five bosses, but we can put them in one yeah, stitched you... together world this time. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. I, I do okay. know that there's an area atop the Nexus, the hub world, where they've done a really cool thing of like putting player leaderboards. So <laughs> like you go to like little stones and you can see the player with the fastest clear time or the player with the most souls in the completion or yeah. this, this and that. And I saw that the player with the fastest clear time was something like two and a half hours and they only killed two bosses. Right. So <laughs> there's a way, there's but, there's ways to get around this game. But you do know yeah. this game's just come out. I mean, and to be honest, like uh, although Demon Souls is available to, it's not just press who have it, right? Or is it? I no, well, no, the, the PS5 came out, now, yeah. 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 Um, I mean, it's early days. People are going to break the game and figure out how to speed run it even faster and faster. I mean, I'm very I'd be, keen I'd be to see that. curious to know what strats carry over from the original Demon Souls. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. How know, much How things? much has changed in that regard? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I suppose before we move on, I do have one question on the PS4. I actually have two. Is it loud? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> not question. at all. Uh, it, not at all. I, I can hear the... I've got an external hard drive connected to it. I can hear mm. that more than the console um Uh, definitely like people keep asking me how loud it is and the best thing i can say is i haven't noticed it which is that's great far more than i could say about the ps4 pro ps4s i think by the end of the life cycle many people's ps4s wanted to be that i'm just i tell you i was i could i didn't have a bigger smile on my face than putting that fucking thing into the cupboard (laughs) and being like i will never hear your shit ass fan again like i love you you were a great console But the man, that fan was so bad. Crying, like, but you love me. <laughs> I gave you Bloodborne and God, God. of War, all these things. God. Uh, but then my next question is low times. That is yeah. a land so, uh, a marquee feature, I guess, of the PS5. So this will start tying goals, into sorry, the weird things I, I found with the PS5. So, Matt, Demon Souls, again, the low times are there are just like magic. They really are just something else. So um, when you die, you're basically ready to go again. I mean, it, they, Bluepoint's done a really good thing where they've, I think, artificial, artificially lengthened the time. You know, the, the you died screen takes a long time to like kind mm-hmm. of resolve to kind of give you that moment of clarity and be like, what did I do wrong? Yeah. Um, stuff like that. But when you are traveling between the Nexus and areas in Boletaria, it's like, 
fades to white and there's like smoke and it's like i swear to god you'll see in the in the gameplay video it's like two or three seconds and you're like in the level it's That's insane it's magic and then like astro's playroom is like you hit start on a level and it doesn't even go to a load screen your character just like warps forward in like this like you know like a pseudo load screen and it's yeah. like one second maybe and you're in the <laughs> level and then if i'm like if I'm like selecting a portion of a level from the, the main menu, it's like one or two seconds. And then That's then, cool. It's really, I think with the exclusives, it's more evident. Um, it's really, really good. The, the thing that I'm finding a bit weird is that Sony made a big deal, and I think this is a bug. Um, they made a big deal about how, yeah, when you load up the game the first time, you'll see all those splash screens and, you know, like Sony PlayStation Studios, uh, Bluepoint Games or, you know, whatever. And then when you load it up in subsequent times, it will just take you straight to the main menu. That shit's super not happening. Um, I'm, I'm seeing splash screens every single time that are unskippable. Um, That's it's annoying. happened for Demon Souls. It's happened for Call of Duty. Spider-Man is like touch and go. Sometimes it shows them, sometimes it doesn't. So that video of like from the main menu into gameplay for Spider-Man Miles Morales definitely can be seven seconds. But other times it can be nearly a minute because it shows all those splash screens. And I don't know yeah. why it does that. Oh, that's so annoying. that's like weird. Um, the other thing is the PS5 doesn't have any sort of like quick resume functionality. But yeah. it makes you believe it does in the weirdest way possible. So it has this thing called a switcher, which is on like your... So whenever you're in a game now and you press the PS button on the um, controller, you don't go home. You bring up this menu at the bottom. Uh, mm. which has a home button, uh, but it's basically like it tries to keep you in the game as much as you can. Mm. And part of that menu is this little box called a switcher. And it's like you click it and it brings up like other recently played games. And it's like, oh, I can just dive into one game. So it's like, I'm in Demon's Souls. I want to play Call of Duty. Hit it, loads up Call of Duty, whatever. Mm. It does not tell you. And I mean, you'll know after the first time it happens, but it does not it tell just, you it's closing it, the other game. It's just cold crashing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's just straight up closing that thing like, and it's not like, hey, when you switch, Dark Souls needs to close. It's just like, yeah, whatever. I'm a weird. So it's almost like pretending that it has quick resume. <laughs> but it's like, oh, okay, I loaded up Call of Duty. I want to go back to where I was in Demon's Souls. Oh, you got to cold boot this fucking thing again. No it's worries, like, man. Guys, come on. You know, like. But, I mean, do you, think, do you think that they could at any point, like, patch in a similar sort of feature to quick resume? I, mean, I like, definitely think they could. Yeah, um, cause, I mean, look, because I mean, because I think that's more down look, to a software thing. Yeah, uh, because I mean, anything. look, the, I know the hard drives aren't big, but I, I, my mm. understanding of Quick Resume is that what the Xbox does is that it just writes. It, it's got some space in the hard drive set aside exclusively for that, and it's basically just storing yes uh, that data there. One hundred percent. I mean, surely. Look, I know, again, I know the hard drives. I mean, what's the usable space in the PS5? Like six hundred and sixty-seven gigs. Which not is much. not a lot. Yeah, so like uh, how much of that do you allocate now to a similar feature? But I mean, mm. in theory, I think you could do it. Like, why, well, the, why this is why the Series X is like, it's got a terabyte hard drive, but only 800 gigs usable because yeah. it has, I would imagine, something like 50, 60 gigs just reserved for quick just resume. Because yeah. all it's doing is it's it's taking all the memory in your RAM, which is volatile, and dumping it into your SSD, which is not volatile. Yeah. So even if you even if you cold boot the Xbox Series X, you it's can still there. quick resume. It's still in mm. your SSD. Um, so yeah, I they could do that. I think it's smart that they didn't, considering the uh, limitations of the SSD <laughs> and also the limitations of what you can do with PS5 games. Because right now, 
and I'm sure many people know this, you cannot copy PS5 games to an external storage device at Which all. Is, yeah. PS5 games wild. can only be installed on the internal SSD and can only be deleted from the SSD. You cannot do what you can do on the Xbox and whip it onto an H, you know, a hard drive to sit there and copy over when you want to play it. And I find mm. that probably the most egregious problem with this yeah, console it's... because it doesn't take much to fill up this thing. Call of Duty is like mm. 160 gigs. That's like a quarter of your internal storage. <laughs> and and the only thing I can do to get, you know, to, to free up space is to delete it. Now, are you going to, you know, we have fast internet. Sure. We don't mm. have data caps, which in the States that exists. Mm. Like, even 150 gigs takes a while to re-download, like yeah. hours. I know. Whereas if when, you were when, transferring from a hard drive, maybe it would take half an hour. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's very different. No, look, when I was, so I'm, I'm in the camp of like, listen, we've got high-speed internet. We can just re-download games. But look, I'm talking about games that are like 30 to 50 gigs. Even that mm. would take like an hour or two, whatever your internet speed is. 150 gigs is massive. Okay, It's, it's not a thing of like, yeah. I feel like playing Call of Duty, I'm going to download it quick. That is a... Oh shit! I'm either gonna have to start it early evening and play late, mm. or like overnight it, which is and, and then you need to decide to like what days. parts of Call of Duty do you want to keep installed? Yeah, you know what am I playing? Because man, this thing's taking up a chunk of space in my hard drive, mm. and I can't be like, oh, I'll you know I'll just put it into a hard drive, or I'll put the campaign into the hard drive, you know, because I'm not really playing and it just right move now. Around, yeah. It's a you know, to me, it's a problem. Um, it's a problem also because you can't currently expand PS5 storage. And this mm. is less Sony's fault, I think, because like, you know, they chose a SSD architecture that is incredibly quick and they need consumer SSDs to catch up. Um, mm. There's potentially uh, two SSDs on the market that have the speed capable that, you know, the PS5 requires, but that's not the only thing that is a factor. It's what controller is on that consumer SSD because uh, mm. NAND flash is, you know, uh, if you don't have a good uh, a controller on, on the actual SSD stick, then all that speed is kind of useless anyway. Yeah. Um, it's like what priority is the NAND flash um, um, segmented in? Um, what, uh, what thickness is it? Because most uh, PCIe Gen 4 SSDs come with heat sinks because they get yeah. far too hot. Um, and as soon as they start getting hot, they affect performance. So that slot in the PS5 is big and people are like, oh, these things are like wafer thin. It's like, yes, they are, but they need a heatsink. Mm. Like the PlayStation 5 has no heatsink that connects onto, which I think they should have done. They should yeah. have included a, a lot of motherboards do this now where the slot for the PCIe Gen 4 SSD has like a heatsink that is compatible with that motherboard. Mm. So you always know it's going to fit. Yeah. And I feel like Sony should have done that because they would have avoided a lot of issues with like, well, you can buy this SSD, but you're going to need to buy though. a different heatsink <laughs> because the included heatsink with this SSD actually doesn't fit into the slot. Mm. It's like, yeah, it's weird. But point being, that slot does not work. I've seen people online who spent $500 on those Western Digital uh, Gen 4 SSDs and it's looking like those won't be supported. Like what? fucking cool your jets. Like those yeah, that slot's not activated. Sony hasn't even started certifying SSDs yet. It's mm. gonna be a while. Like, do not go and spend a stupid amount of money on an SSD right, that yeah. will not work. Um Yeah, that's crazy. So, so yeah, like storage is a problem. And right mm. now it's not a problem for me because like 
it's a new console, but mm, it, yeah, it will, will become be. a problem. <laughs> like, well, and I'm pretty sure very quickly it's going to become a problem. Um, so I mean, so, yeah. again, again, like I like I've said many times, I'm in the camp of you know, you can just re-download stuff, but I'm not stupid in the sense that if mm. you play games like, so maybe not today, these games aren't as big as they will be, but like think about if I play Apex and I play Fortnite and I also have a single player game that I'm playing and I also have another indie game that I'm playing, like those are sort of things that I'm not going to choose one to play at a time. Like I'm playing all of them simultaneously, whether yeah. it be it's the all in the same evening or over a period of a week, whatever it is. Mm. So I, I completely acknowledge it. Like it's not enough hard drive space, but uh, like, but now it's not a problem, but it's definitely going to be. It will not be. Already. Yeah. yeah. I, so. I, I know Sony did say they're looking into ways uh, to be able to transfer PS5 games to a hard drive. So I don't know if it was just a thing of like, this just wasn't ready for launch or I can't imagine it was an oversight. Like I know the PS... Do you do you remember? I didn't remember this, but the PS4 launched with no external storage support, like at all. Um, so I'm like Sony, you've been through this before. <laughs> um, you know, you've you've done but, this before. I just don't understand why they've done it again. Yeah, but that's my thing. I refuse to believe that not one person at Sony thought, hmm, after after everything's said and done, there's only 625 mm. gigs of storage space, this hard drive. That's a problem because games are pretty big. Like Call of Duty side, games are, they're, they're really big. quite big and they're going to keep getting bigger. I yeah. mean, that's the nature of, of game development. You know, get, the visuals get better and textures get bigger, X, Y, Z. And, and mean, it's, not just, it's not just Call of Duty. Like Call of Duty is 150 gigs. Spider-Man Remastered, 80 gigs. Wow. Miles Morales, 40 gigs. <laughs> Um, Demon Souls is like 36 gigs, which is like what? very small considering <laughs> the game. That's insane. So already, already there, you've got two, 250, 300, and you've you've consumed half your hard drive well, with two Spider-Man, Demon Souls, and Call of Duty. I think half it is actually was it Marco from Glitch. He said the exact same thing. Like he's literally just got the base game, the launch games installed. And he's out of hard drive space, basically. Yeah, I'm pretty I mean, close go, to like, that. Consider, yeah. for example, so what you've just listed, but plus others like AC Valhalla. Um, yes, we've got Cyberpunk yeah. coming out. We've got all this other stuff. Like it just All these yeah. PS5 games that I should be able to download. But, um, <laughs> you just can't. So you know. this is the other, the other gripe. So only today, literally today, so five days after I got the PS4, I was able to download the PlayStation 5 version of Valhalla. So there is a known issue going around with the PlayStation 5 where the the store by default will try and automatically download a PS4 and PS5 version of game if they exist. Mm. And it's very easy to say, oh, you know, check what you're downloading. But I don't think it's uncommon for, uh, you know, for someone to look at a games list that includes the base game and then bunches of DLC and then only includes the PS4 version of the game right at the bottom of the list. Yeah. You know, if you're only seeing three of those items, you go, yeah, cool, download all. I want to download the DLC with it. Of course I do. Mm. And then, like, you don't you don't look at the download until it's complete, and then you realize you've got two games on your dashboard, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> um, happened. So the bug that's going around is that if you happen to do that, uh, sometimes the PS5 download firstly just doesn't work, and then get stuck in a loop where you cannot download it at all. And the only way to fix it is to 
reformat your console currently, which is a fucking nightmare. Um, so I didn't know if that is what happened with me with Valhalla. All I know is I have digital versions of Watch Dogs Legion and Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and I could not download PS5 versions for either of them. Mm. I went to the store page. I could download the PS4 version. When I went to the PS5 page, it's like, do you want to buy this game again? I'm like, no. Um, <laughs> Why not? I do not. Uh, and then, you know, then I got code for, for Call of Duty. And there was the first time where I saw, oh, it's trying to download both versions of, of this game. Mm. Um, which led to me finding out that in the download queue, it doesn't tell you which version of the game is which. So I just saw oh, two no. Call of Duties downloading. I'm like, well, which one's the PS4 version? Because yeah. I want to cancel that one. It's like, don't know, man. So I had, so to, so. I had to cancel both, <laughs> then go back into the PlayStation Store and find the PlayStation 5 page for Call of Duty, which is the same page as the PS4 one. All that oh, happens dude. is it serves up the PS4 one first. Why? I don't know. I'm on a <laughs> PS5 console. Why serve me? Anyway. So it serves that up first. It, is, it has the button that says download. Then it's got a button next to it that is three ellipses. You click that, comes up with a menu that is like view product, information, blah. And then it's like PS5 version. Uh, it goes Call of Duty Cold War, PS5. Call of Duty Cold War beta. I'm like, what? And then it's like all the other versions of the game that I yeah. can buy. And it's got beta there because I downloaded the beta on PS4. Uh, yeah, so beta, it's like, do you yeah. want to re-download this beta? I'm like, no. Like, no. <laughs> so I click PS5, then I can download PS5. Then it downloaded the PS5 version. But for some people like Garth, because he had already hit download all, that PS5 oh, version no. just came up with an error. And he couldn't oh. download the PS5 version at all. Like, what? that was it. Just straight up. So did he so, have to, like factory resets his ps5 as well we don't know i think the only way to fix that is to do that i don't know if he did do that i know kirk mckinnon um from uh thegamer.com uh basically said well i'm just reviewing call of duty in backwards compatibility mode because who the fuck has the time to do this re-download thing now yeah it's a mess it sometimes sometimes uh the tile on my home screen uh for call of duty it's a so the way the system differentiates between ps4 and ps5 is if you don't see a platform listed, it's PS5. Otherwise, okay. you see a little PS4 text next to the game name. And okay. it's like, oh, this is the PS5, this is the PS4 version. PS4 version Splash yeah. screens are the scra- are the same. There's no two tiles on there's no two tiles on the screen. So it's not like, oh, I've got Call of Duty PS5 and Call of Duty PS4 next to it. It's one tile. Oh, and sometimes, huge. even though I don't have it downloaded, that tile reverts to PS4. So I go to it and I click on it, and it's like, do you want to download? I'm like, no, I've downloaded this already. <laughs> no. Go back. I have to go back to the ellipses, change it to the PS5 version, relaunch the game. Like, It's just, yeah. If you were a normal consumer, this is a nightmare. This is mm. like, like I would not know. I spent two days Googling how to, how to get Valhalla to work because I didn't know. I couldn't tell if it was PSN, a PSN regional thing, which looks like it was the case because today Valhalla could it's, just upgrade to PS5. It just works, yeah. I still can't upgrade... Uh, Legion, don't know why. Um, but the fact that I couldn't tell whether it was a regional issue or I was just being stupid is like to me a huge knock against the UI yeah. because I, you know, I can make mistakes like anyone with new user interface, mm. but I don't think I'm that dense where I couldn't figure out if I wasn't looking at the right version. 
Yeah, for sure. The, the UI just makes no sense to me. Um, I I think it's a bad UI for it's a bad UI when it comes to cross gen games. Mm-hmm. I think when you're dealing with like with like Demon Souls, no problem, you know. It's so this is PS5. a problem that will be phased out eventually. Mm. But man, it is. I do not blame people who are like who have lost hours or downloads or have had to reset their consoles because it is. It's a pain, yeah. It's a huge pain compared to you know this. This really makes Microsoft look smart with smart delivery because they're like, <laughs> yeah, it it's just in works. The name, <laughs> like, I mean, on Xbox you have the problem where you have no choice. Like, if a game is Xbox Series X enhanced, it's like, That's hey, the download the patch, you and you're like, nah, I'll keep it backwards compatible. They're like, nah, you no, can't. You have to have it, yeah. Yeah, you literally cannot play this game anymore unless you patch it, which is. To me, shit, because then that means that game has to be on the SSD as well. Like, you cannot mm. choose what to keep backwards compatible. So, mm. I wish the two kind of merged. I <laughs> wish there was smart so delivery that made the PS5 solutions easier. And I wish Xbox allowed you to choose between the two versions, which so PlayStation... Sony and uh, Microsoft come together and have a baby. Jim Ryan and Phil Spencer just get into a room and hash this <laughs> out. Like, just... Just fucking have a yeah. stone talking to each uh, other Doug, about how Doug you're going to deal with this. Doug can watch. Get some tips for for the Switch too. <laughs> My God. Um, so yeah. Other than that, like, I think everything else about the UI is fine. I think mm. a lot of it's going to feel weirdly familiar to you because it is. It really just feels like a layer on top of the PS4's UI. Like yeah. the back end menus look the same. Some things are rearranged. So they're a bit harder to find. But when you find them, you find them. Mm. Um, you know, I've gotten over the small irritations of man. It takes way more buttons and presses, button presses to put the console in rest mode now because I can't just bring Come up a side tech. menu. I <gasps> can only bring up this bottom menu and then scroll the way to the right, and then so it's like small things that are more like mm. I think they could be better, but they're not deal breakers. I think yeah. I think the things that are borderline deal breakers are how messy it is when it comes to cross-gen and just mm. the storage situation. Yeah, but I mean, it, okay, storage situation is, well, even that can be addressed to some extent, maybe if they let you offload games mm-hmm. to like a hard drive or whatever. But I mean, from what you've explained to me, it's there's definitely some teething issues. Yes. Yeah. But hopefully that's the sort of thing, I mean, on paper, it's a sort of thing that can with time just be mm. updated with firmware or something. So I mean, it would be less annoying, like, like, like if I if I accidentally downloaded both versions of the game or it happened to Darren, he downloaded the PS4 version of Black Ops instead of the PS5 one. So when he went and launched it, he was like, oh, I actually haven't downloaded fucking anything. <laughs> so like that is annoying. But the fact that it's bricking people's ability to then download the PS5 mm, version is a that's, that's, that's a, a major issue. And was- like if Sony does not address that quickly, like that's a huge bummer. So I, I wasn't laughing at the issue. I was laughing at your Darren impersonation. He's just like, oh, yeah. I mean, I can imagine Darren, like Darren's a smart person and, but I can imagine his frustration and also just like confusion. Cause I'd also have the confusion of just like, okay, but why I hit download yeah. on this thing. Why did it not do what I told it to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Um, it's so crazy, yeah, with also like, I noticed it today when I reformatted my console, but there's no button for me to just pause all downloads. I have to go right. to each one and pause them individually, which I'm like, oh what is going on? I swear to God, <laughs> I could pause all of them on PS4. Like, I don't, I, 
don't know off the top of my head. But I, I know Xbox has it. I'm pretty sure it was on PS4. But like, I was just like, God, what, what is going, going on? Here? on? Yeah, come on. And also the same thing with resume. I have to resume each one individually. There's no resume all. <laughs> like, <laughs> we are here living in 2002. I mean, oh on. God. But uh, I mean, at the end of the day, those issues aside, I mean, I think they are big issues. Don't get me wrong. But I also think that this console has a a wow factor that, you know, I've been speaking to Jeff and he said he's been disappointed with the Series X because there's no wow factor. Like mm. he describes it like putting a new GPU into your PC yeah. and going back to old games and be like, yeah, that runs oh, better. That's cool. Yeah. And like, I love that. That, mm. that speaks to my tech sensibilities so much. I'm like, mm. I want a Series X now. But I can understand <laughs> if you've just purchased a 12,000 Rand console and an hour in, you're like, there isn't this spark. You know what I mean? Where's, yeah, where's the, the launch game? I think something. the PS5 yeah. has that spark in abundance. Um, mm. I think Astro's Playroom is a spark in itself. And then you've got, <clears throat> you've got Demon's Souls and Miles Morales, Sackboy to an extent, I guess. But you've got options. I mm. think like... Darren was waxing lyrical about Miles Morales and I'm like here talking about Demon's Souls. So there's not just options, there's variety mm, for yeah, people's for sure. taste. Um, and I think PlayStation fucking nailed that. Like they are the, they are the people who said they believe in generations and they back that up with good launches. So I definitely think this is probably one of their strongest launches ever because the PS3 launch lineup was bad. The PS4 launch lineup was bad. Um, I think Resogun saved the PS4 launch lineup, not things like Killzone, <laughs> Shadowfall and stuff like that. Um, I think the PS5 launch is just so much stronger than both of those. Mm. Um, so it's great. If you have the mm. money to spend on these games, obviously, because they are not cheap. No, you no. Know, I'm talking about, you know, from a point of privilege where I got all of them. Mm. These are one and a half thousand rand games a pop. They are not cheap. So... You know, make your decisions carefully, but at the end of the day, I think if you pick up a Demon Souls or a Miles Morales and you've got that combined with Astro's Playroom, you've got a lot of entertainment mm. to keep you going until the end of the year, you know. Yeah. Um, it's a great little console. I, I still think it looks ugly. little about it, let's be honest. It's, it's not, not little, little it's a monolith. I don't it's think it looks console. nice. I hate that the black in the middle is glossy. Why? <laughs> Why? There was, it's glossy and there wasn't even a nice little plastic to peel off of it. I know. The fuck are you doing? It's like the best part. If you're going to make something glossy, at least let me peel Just, yeah, something peel, off. Have the peel facts, I mean, come on. Um, but, you know, I don't care that it's big because it's quiet. So mm, yeah, we'll take that any day of the week. That, that's the joke I've been making for months now where it's like, I, I don't actually care. I don't need the, the the ray tracing, the fast load times, 4K, all of that. I just need a quiet console. So, yeah, yes, please. You, you're definitely it. getting that. So, I like it a lot and I, you know, I want to play it. I want to play it right now. I want to go back and play more <laughs> Demon Souls. We've got um, another video to do. You have to be yeah. patient. <laughs> uh, I think it's great. It's a, it's a good console and I can't wait to like just mess around with it till the end of the year because there's no way I'm getting a Series X this year. There's really no mm. point to it, I don't think. And not, yeah, I love that now. console. I love Xbox. I love what they're doing. I love Game Pass. I just... Me Nothing having Spencer. a PC now, I see no real reason yeah, to get an Xbox. I'm, I'm and in that, that exact same camp. They, they're but fine with that because we, you know, we both subscribe to Game Pass. Game so Pass, man. Full <laughs> Spence is sitting in, in his run. chair. He's like, it's, it's all He's good, He's smoking dudes. a cigar going, ah, yes. Ah, yes. <laughs> we've got you. Yes. <laughs> 
So I, I, I cannot wait to get my PlayStation later this Thursday. Mm. I'm very, very excited. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I so, haven't tried a few things. Like, I haven't tried headphones for the Tempest Audio oh. stuff yet. I've heard that's fine, but fine. I don't usually play with headphones, so I haven't given but that a go. Headphones are life, man. Come on. Uh, yeah, that's they're fun. That's they're fun. fun. <laughs> I, I've heard that the new Pulse headphone headset is like fine. Like, I, I think that those headphones. So I'm fortunate to have the PS3 Pulse headphones, which I use mm. on my PS4. I still stand by that was one of the best Pulse headsets, and they've just progressively not not gotten worse. They've just haven't improved really. Oh, they haven't hit that same bar. No. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but that's just... The cool opinion. thing about the new Pulse headset is that it works on, like, every console except the Xbox. Works on <laughs> Switch, works on PC, works on... So if you're buying it, you're not just getting one for your PlayStation, which is pretty cool, I think. <laughs> like, But, I mean, we've both got... Uh, well, at least I've got the wireless Arctis, so, like, mm. I don't need new wireless headphones. So no. I'm kind of glad that Sony didn't make their new fancy tech exclusive to their headphones because that would have been yeah. dumb. Um but I just got to try it out. I haven't given it a go yeah. yet. Um, but yeah, oh, that's, that's, that's the PS5. That's the PS5 in an hour. In an hour, an hour plus. Can so you yeah, believe just, it? Just on that, because we've spent far too much time on the PS5, we are not going to, and also this episode's late, so we're not going to do games out this week. Guys, it's nine o'clock uh, on a Monday evening. News, I'm tired. Yeah, and, and, and listener questions, we'll get to them in this coming weekend, so don't worry. Yeah, we, we haven't yeah. I'm, I'm curious, like... Send PS5 questions, like if you're getting one, if you're not getting one, if you have, you know, questions about certain features that I didn't try out, like I'm going to be spending a lot more time with it this week. Matthew's going to get his hands on his own one this week. So we'll have, I think, a lot more to talk about next week. And mm. then on top of it, just like other games, because I know Matthew's, Matthew played Transistor, mm. oh my God, uh, which he so just wants to, to, to yak about, you know. Um, Let me get me started I, on Pikmin, yeah. <laughs> which I was... <laughs> I finished Pikmin. I finished Transistor. I've started Spirit Oh my god! I want to talk more about Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, That too. So yeah, that's all coming this week. In a oh later this well next Next week week. Monday I guess. Uh, Yeah. We're recording it later this week. Um, But you can look forward to daily, daily content from Checkpoint Chat. We're going to be putting out um, gameplay like uh, videos of each of the launch games so demon souls should be out by the time you're listening to this or coming Mm -hmm. soon um we're planning to have a lot more you know in the run-up to the ps5 launch on thursday and then we're still deciding what we're going to do on launch day if we do anything at all so Mm. it greatly depends on whether matthew has a console on thursday or not (sighs) just deliver on thursday and be done with Mm -hmm. it (laughs) yeah that's it Cool. Thank you so much episode. for oh, we sticking didn't it out. This is episode 124. It's a 124 special, episode, but it's still, special it's still PS5 numbered. episode. Yeah. Uh, no game releases, no game news. Um, but yeah, we'll be back in, well, I guess less than a week when you're listening yes. to this. So hooray mm-hmm. for you. Huzzah. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, if you haven't yet, go subscribe to our YouTube channel. It would seriously help us. Go check out all our gameplay Thank videos. You. Would help <laughs> us as well. Um, and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.